recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Well, welcome to Monday. It's Danny and Kate, and we made it through another weekend of 2020. Can you believe it's almost, we're almost halfway through this month already? Kind of feels like 2020 is blowing by now. I mean, the first like four months were rough, and there's a couple of months in between, but now we're in the, you know, halfway through the sixth month. It's just like, eh. I feel like 2020 is making us stronger. There's really nothing that could be thrown at me right now that I'd be like, well, that's shocking. Don't say that. Don't say that. You're going to wish some bad juju on all of us. No. You be quiet. You you redact that. Take it away. I redact it? Yep. Take it away. I can't redact it. Take it away. Okay. You have to write it out. Then I'll cross it off. Take it away. It's been redacted. Welcome to the show. I'm Danny Hill. With me is Kate Hill, even though her ID has her ex-husband's last name on it still we are officially married and i told um, you as soon as you find our marriage certificate that you yeah. lost or go get a new one from the county public records department. yeah because i have to put the effort in I yeah you lost it yeah i gotta put the you effort lost in. it yep yep you lost okay it. my wife is the female version of roger goodell because lots of talk and no action but finally roger goodell actually is doing some action He says he's now apologizing for the NFL for not listening to the black players about racism. Zoinks. Whoops. Whoops. You mean when they were kneeling and said there is an issue and everybody was super mad at the time because they're like, man, this is really, this is as bad as it gets. It's not, it couldn't possibly get any worse than this. And then, you know, Minneapolis burned to the ground and parts of LA and. New York and Seattle and all over, all over started going up and they're like, oh, zoinks. So apparently they should have listened. And Roger Goodell is now coming forward and saying, yeah, our bad, our bad. The NFL has finally (laughs) apologized for the way it's dealt with black players concerning the racism and vowed to do better. They did not mention kneeling during the national anthem or Colin Kaepernick by name. Mm -hmm. But here's what we have so far. The NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, posted a video saying, quote, we, the National Football League, condemn racism and systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admire and admit that we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier. Encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Uh, We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better, more unified NFL family. Oh, and by the way, I'm rich. That's how I should have ended that. Because yeah. he is rich. Of course, apology came after a day the video was released featuring several NFL stars calling on the league to make things right. The players included Patrick Mahomes, Ezekiel Elliott, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Saquon Barkley. Like, you know, just some of the largest names in the NFL. And the NFL is already losing money from this last year. So uh, not going over too well. If you didn't hear the message, uh, here it is, the NFL message they sent out. I am George Floyd. I am Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Gardner. I am Laquan McDonald. I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown. I am Samuel Bois. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our rights peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. So, on behalf of the National Football League, this is what we, 
the players would like to hear you state. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong and silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Well, you know, now that I hear that message, it doesn't make what Roger Goodell seem so... Big because he literally just they told him like we're gonna we need to hear this and he's like okay and he said exactly that because he knows those are the players like if right. the players don't play he don't make no money he's no NFL so what are you gonna do like if all the DJs say we're not gonna play music who's gonna play music we're not that important it's on auto there's a computer here but you get my Jeff drift <laughs> I said Jeff. I was thinking about peanut butter. It's gist, actually. Well, there's Jif, too. Jiffy peanut butter. I don't know. The word you said. <laughs> never mind. In never a Jif. <laughs> I get it in a Jif, like a quickie. Yeah, but that's not. Never mind. Never there's never also mind. a gist. Yes, I hear what you're saying. That's what. You, that's the uh, original word you meant. No, I didn't mean. I meant Jif. They get Jif. your Jif? Yeah, because it's we my peanut butter. Yeah, you don't, get, you don't get my peanut butter. And then you said we get your drift? Yep, my drift. No, gist. Gist <laughs> is what you And my gist and my gif <laughs> is where I landed. I landed on gif. You know what? Even when I'm wrong, I defend it. It's Grammar Monday with Danny. That's not. I don't appreciate your tone so. right now. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to a different topic. We'll be back in just a, a, just a gif. <laughs> it's Danny and Kate. See, it worked. <laughs> Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. So if you won the lottery... Would you split it 50-50 with your significant other? I know my answer, 100% yes. I'm married to an angel, and I trust her wholeheartedly with every part of my being. Well, now that's just too much. I'm trying to make it weird. What do you mean it's too much? I think that's that's being truthful. I love you, and you're my everything, my schnookums. He's making up because he got in trouble earlier. No, I'm not, <laughs> my boo-boo bear. This is called butt kissing. No, it's not. <laughs> You look amazing today. Oh, wow. We're going the extra mile. What? Are those angels? No, it's just your laugh. Every time you laugh, I hear angels. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. So it turns out not everybody's in that type of relationship. And according to this, uh, one out of six people would get a divorce immediately and keep the money. One out of six of you are so upset. You would keep the money and divorce your significant other. If you were the person in that poll who answered that question, yeah. maybe you should just get a divorce. How much money are we talking about, though? Yeah, I know. Because, like, if I want a million dollars, a million dollars isn't that much money. Yeah, that's not divorce worthy. But if you got, like, five, you're getting rid of me right away. Nah. Ten? How much for you to divorce me? I wouldn't divorce you. No, but, I mean, if someone came and they said, hey, you give me a number to divorce your husband, what would that number be? Can I remarry you at the end of this? Because, I mean, a divorce is a divorce. It's just a piece of paper. I, I guess. Maybe you can. Yeah, maybe you can remarry. But here's the rule. This would be a good movie. You couldn't tell me that we could get remarried and that was part of the deal. You had to keep it a secret till the, the, the divorce was final. But then after the divorce was final, you could say, hey, this was all fake. It was all planned, da, 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 and I had to go through all the torture. Ooh, that's a good movie plot. Now you'd get really salty. I don't know. How much money? How much money would you go through that for? You know, I would. My be... answer is five thousand. What's yours? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's your $5, answer? Five thousand dollars. Okay, was that you. is that too high? No, divorce would be final. <laughs> is that too high? Too high of an amount. Two thousand. Shoot so much. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> 
two cheeseburgers and an extra large fry. I mean, if you just want to divorce me, it's really easy. You've done it two other times. <laughs> baby, baby, calm so down. Funny. This wasn't real. It was also we could make money. How much money did you make? Man, you're pushing your jokes today. When you <laughs> are, when you think a joke is really funny, imagine saying it to your second wife. Oh. And if she would punch you in the face, yeah. then don't say it to me. Well, uh. I'm. That's why I'm with you and not her. She couldn't take a joke, and it was a different relationship. See, I told you. That's why five grand is a lot of. I would have taken that five grand. I hate you. Because I love you. Nice. No, so how much money for me? Millions. Millions. Millions yeah. of dollars. Five grand. So like ten five million. Nothing. Ten million. Thirty. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not five thousand dollars. Thirty million. So for thirty million dollars. You forgive me for thirty million dollars. You would I divorce you. me. Scrooge McDuck, you would forgive me. You'd but would you like, forgive okay, me? Okay. Would you forgive Not me? Not for five thousand dollars. No, I wouldn't forgive you. No, no, no. I mean, okay. So let's say we go through that. Thirty million dollars. You get a divorce. I can't know anything. I'm devastated. I'm sad. I find comfort in the arms of another woman during this divorce. Oh, then no. I'll do you money. do you forgive me and bring me back, or do you just say screw you, peace, I'm out. Yeah, that sucka. one. Sucker. Lada. Even though you started it, or you're the one that did it for the money. Was I wouldn't be mean. I would be like remorseful and tell you like I can't tell you why. Uh, it's important. <laughs> I wouldn't be hateful. Like you gotta, you gotta bounce off how I'm reacting. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. This well, this is a dumb scenario. I feel like this scenario is why some people chose. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. This is an interesting this scenario. This is a good way to start a fight. We have learned a lot about each other. I encourage everybody in a relationship out there to ask their significant other, how much money would it take for you to divorce me? And we could keep the money after the divorce and get remarried. But the rule is, I can't tell you that I'm doing it for the money. Are you trying to start a fight in everyone's house? I just think it'll be an interesting conversation had by all. I think it'll be one that ends in door slams and bottles of wine being drunk. Well, here's what you do. Record it. Put it up on Danny and Kate in the morning. We'd oh love God. to see the reaction videos. Hashtag you caused my divorce. <laughs> well, anyway, a lot of good stats there. They said uh, uh, the good news is at least five out of six people said that they would tell their significant other. So there is some love out there. Not a lot. I would five out of six isn't a lot. No. Okay, look look at my fingers. Uh-huh. Only this person wouldn't have shared the I money. I hate that person. See all these people, they're yeah. sharing the money. But how many think about how many of those are in the world? Lots. Oh, Danny. Lots. <laughs> Alright. Well, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to take a little break. We're going to drink our morning coffee. My water, in my case, is I don't drink coffee. Is this my water? <laughs> Why is the lid This open? is a question you ask the entire household probably seven times a day. Is this my water? Is this your water? Are you sure it's my water? It tastes like my water. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, anyway, we're going to be back in just a couple. <laughs> it's Danny and Kate. It's Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. So, hey, I, I keep up with the uh, the trends. Most people that know me know I'm a kind of a fashionista. Are you? Uh, everything I do is trend setting. 
I do a lot of things that have altered the fashion world. There was a time where I said, I wish I had shorts that went down to my ankles. Mm-hmm. I, and uh, I had them and people loved it. It was the 90s. I said, I want pants that are five sizes too large for me. Everybody followed my lead. Everybody came in and they're like, yeah, this is a great idea. Well, lately I've been thinking about this new thing uh, that you can massage your back with. And I'm like, everybody gets a normal massage, but what about a meat cleaver massage? No one's ever done that before. Well, it's catching on like wildfire. I'm sorry, I s- what? I speak it and the world becomes it. Apparently the hottest new trend is a meat cleaver massage. It's where you lie down and uh, your masseuse whacks your back with uh, two dull meat cleavers over and over again. Why does this sound really dirty? <laughs> meat cleavers? <laughs> what? What are you thinking about? Sounds scary. The massage have been popular in Taiwan for a while, but lately they've been popping up all over the world. Yeah, that's not making it better. Yeah, you have a towel over you, and it's not the blade on the skin. They're dull, but still, people getting their meat cleaver massages. When I first read it, I thought it said cleavage massage, which is why I was more interested in them. Story. Yeah. And then once I saw cleaver, I thought, oh, well, that just changed the whole theme of it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That just made it all different. It is what it is. So you're on a staycation. Well, you're quarantined. You're staying home. Probably not leaving your state or your area yet. You may be going to the beach or to a cabin somewhere, but you sure as hell aren't taking vacations yet. We're slowly starting to get into that. So how do you make the most of your staycation? How do you do that? According to a survey from the PR Newswire, they said they have four rules for a staycation. Rule number one, separate yourself from work. Don't check into work at all. In fact, lock yourself out of that office or your equipment that has any of that stuff in it. They said, knock out any household chores ahead of time, so that way you don't have any to do. And three, plan something special you'll look forward to, like camping out in the backyard or a do-it-yourself spa day. And then also, take pictures. You should treat a staycation the same way you would treat a normal vacation, like a damn photo op, and a way to make everybody else in your life jealous of how good you have it. Yeah, I know. All of this sounds really lame. Sounds great. <laughs> doesn't sound great at all. For a lot of people, they would call this Saturday. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, everybody. John and Mary are joining their Saturday on a Tuesday. That's fun. So whoever this is is trying to get um, everyone on board with, like, poor people weekends. Yeah, poor people weekends. Like, that's what we do. We don't have no money. We can't I go anywhere. Know. So we do these things on the weekend. love a good poor person weekend. Thanks, Article. For making us all feel bad. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, uh, it's finally hit. Everything is changing. Looney Tunes is now changing something that you've had in your life forever. We'll tell you what the change is and how the new thing isn't better. (laughs) It's stupid. We'll tell you about it coming up. It's Danny and Kate. You're on with Danny and Kate in the morning. So apparently HBO Max, uh, who owns Looney Tunes now, has said that they're no longer going to be allowing guns and cartoons. So you would think, okay, well, that's a good idea, I guess. But then you think back to Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd carries a shotgun around and has been trying to hunt Bugs Bunny for, what, six decades? Long time. Yeah. So now he can't carry a gun anymore. 
So even though Elmer Fudd will have to do without his shotgun, he's still going to hunt Bugs Bunny and still go after it. Uh, the producers say there's still going to be old school cartoony violence. But this time, instead of having a gun, they replaced it with a... Okay, now this is a word that I don't know how to say. Ooh, this is fun. I know, and know, and then let's just take a moment from the story. That if I ask my wife how to say it, she'll make fun of me. If I say it wrong, she'll make fun of me. So I just want you to know, going ahead, I am damned if I do, <laughs> and I'm damned if I don't. So I'm just gonna say just what I. Just try it. Just try it. Seeth. Seeth. S C Y T H E. It's what the um uh, the uh like the Reaper has in his hand. Oh, a scythe. Is it a scythe? I honest, I actually got me on this and I have no idea. See, it's an old school weapon. But you know what it is when you look at it. So for some reason, they got rid of their guns and they gave him one of these to kill Bugs Bunny. That doesn't look any better. No, it doesn't because this would impale Bugs Bunny and yeah, that rip would, off his little yeah, head. Yeah, I, how is that better than a gun? Yeah, Vi oh, I don't know. Violence is violence. It doesn't really matter what form it comes in. The other one they're trying to figure out is Yosemite Sam, who has two pistols in his side. Yeah, and he's always pew, 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 pew. So. But he never shot anybody. He just kind of like shot up and around. Well, he draws his gun often. Here he is drawing his gun. I'm giving you one second to draw a gun. How's that, Chunky? Say, that's a right smart picture you got there, partner. And then Bugs Bunny drew a gun, physically drew it. So, I don't know, man. Um, <coughs> what are you going to do? That's a, that's a weird, It's you know what I mean? Like, eh. Did that, did the gun violence with Elmer Fudd or Yosemite Sam alter your childhood at all? Did it make you scared for your life? Make me scared? No. Yeah, I mean, it just seems it was kind of a non-issue. Was he's a, he was a hunter, and he was going. It was he kept saying it was rabbit season, like yeah. that was the whole gimmick. It's rabbit season. That's how hunters kill rabbits. Yeah, I think because I, I think it all depends on the context. Because like if you think about him, for instance, again hunting a rabbit, that's a thing people do. That's not uh, has like a a connection with violence right exactly versus grand theft auto where you're running around simulating shooting police officers yeah, exactly yeah yeah that's and, totally like, different so and they're both carrying guns and shooting at people and or animals but it context is what matters context here. is everything and elmer fudd and this is so stupid we're arguing this his character is a is a hunter. Yeah. And he only goes out during rabbit season to kill rabbits. The rabbit. And then he has duck season and he shoots ducks. And if you ever remember, every time they got shot, they never died. They always came back. They didn't die at all. They never died at all. But what, these cartoons aren't even on anymore. So what does it matter? Well, that's why. Because HBO Max is bringing them back. They're calling the new Looney Tunes. Oh, they're redoing the thing. Yeah. So they're changing the characters. Well, we've seen that be done. I mean, they've brought back the Looney Tunes like every decade. Well, yeah. And kill, let's talk about this then. If we're going to go into it, can we get rid of the rapey skunk? 
The one who's from France, yeah, yeah, who always like forces himself that onto one's cats. Definitely not PC. No, he like, oh, you are the beautiful kitty cat. Forces mwah, mwah, mwah. On the cat. And yeah. the cat's like pushing away, and he's like, mwah, mwah, mwah. cat runs, and he holds her down and forces kisses on her. Yeah, that's yeah. a little rapey skunk that you have going on there, Looney Tunes. I think we have bigger fish to fry than then Yosemite Sam. Yosemite and Sam, and <laughs> Elmer yeah. Fudd hunting during rabbit season. Aye, aye, aye. What about Speedy Gonzalez? Let's go down all of them. Speedy Gonzalez, the first Hispanic cartoon character ever, I think, in Looney Tunes. And what Speedy Gonzalez have? A few Hispanic, a few Spanish catchphrases. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale, and then takes off running. They are very stereotypical. Yeah. And then uh, what was it? The other one is his cousin, who's like always has it, who's like super lazy and like sleeps on the street. And it was his cousin, Si, senor. Or what about the poor coyote that can never get his lunch? Yeah, going after the... Uh, Come on, Peter, where you at? Yeah, that's another one. I mean, if you really want to nitpick the whole cartoon, you can. There's a lot in we there. We can pick this whole thing apart. <laughs> we will send it to you, HBO. Yeah, I have a list. Trust me, as parents, I look at all this stuff and go, what the hell is that? But after a certain point, you have to be like, well, I, I guess that's the characters of who they are. If you don't like it, don't let your kids watch it. Ta-da. Yeah. Well, there you go. Simple solutions. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we got the stupidest person of the day coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? <laughs> well, today's stupidest person of the day is a woman in London. Oh, man. This story I'm about to tell you <laughs> is it's a doozer. Is it? Oh, this is a doozer. Sounds so like um, I guess it's safe to say the relationship didn't work out. Um, and I think we know why. A 41-year-old woman named Dika Ahmed in London back in April 15th broke up uh, and uh, with her 28-year-old ex-boyfriend. She went to quarantine, but now quarantine was lifted, so she showed up to his house with a bottle of wine and invited herself inside, right? Quarantine's over. We're seeing a lot of this reconciliation type stuff. Uh But then apparently, uh, this idiot, 28-year-old Sylvester, he poured the wine into tumblers instead of wine glasses. Well, that's enough to make anybody mad. So that just set her off. So she slapped him a bunch of times. Uh, hit his roommate with her belt that she took off her pants. And then before she left, she <laughs> she pooped right there on their doorstep. Yep, pulled down her trousers because her belt was already off and pooped on the doorstep. If you don't believe me, they caught the whole thing on the ring camera, which is, this is awesome. <laughs> She's now been arrested and found guilty of criminal damage and assault. you know what uh larry i told you your ex-girlfriend was crazy but she's now pooping on her doorstep yeah i know that's what she does he definitely dodged a bullet on that one just let her finish and we will clean it up not deal with her ever again yeah hopefully she doesn't come back (laughs) (laughs) well you know what we do when the puppies do that we rub their nose in it it's time for a restraining order i think (laughs) You ever been poop on someone's doorstep mad? Nope. nope. I haven't. And I'm jealous I haven't. I feel like I haven't lived. I know. I, I want to get that mad. I don't, 
I don't think anyone can get that <laughs> mad. There's some issues or some drugs, maybe. Yeah, it's probably drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to uh, take a little break. Now I'm going to go uh, sweep off the doorstep and be back in a moment. It's Danny and Gabe. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. All right. Time to check in with the Late Show Comedy. Here's uh, Real Time with Bill Maher because everybody else was off over the weekend. So here you go. Companies that include the little fancy spoon and a new set of flatware must stop. We're a nation that's cracking apart at the seams and eats most of its meals from a greasy bag delivered by a transient. Whatever the little fancy spoon was meant for, we've long since forgotten. Someone has to tell Arizona State University that going online defeats the whole purpose of Arizona State University. <laughs> no one goes to ASU for the academics. They go for the parties, the hookups. Plus, we already have Arizona State University online. It's called the University of Phoenix. Well, if the Late Show comedies had stand-up comedians, they'd probably have Brian Regan on. Here he is talking about graduations that we all just went through. I went to my nephew's high school graduation. I don't think I've ever been more disappointed in the human species in my life. I'm in the stands. This woman gets on the microphone. She tried. She tried so hard. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a wonderful day here with all these graduates. We're going to ask you in advance to please not applaud or cheer when your individual child or friend is called because we have way too many graduates and it would not be fair to the people at the end of the alphabet. We're going to give everybody an opportunity at the end of the ceremony to give a big simultaneous round of applause for everyone. But please, when your individual child or family member is called, please don't applaud at that time. Okay, thank you in advance for understanding. Okay, here we go. Let's get started with our first graduate, Aaron Anderson. Yeah! Aaron! Aaron! Are, are we the smartest species? We're, 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 we're top of the food chain? I so wish, while he was yelling, that a clamp would have descended from the darkness of the ceiling, like one of those claw games, just right above him, and then just clamped onto his ribs and just pulled him up a whooping and a hollering, a legs a flailing, just pulled him up into the darkness. I don't want him to die. I just never want to see him again. <laughs> Brian Regan right there. All right, well, we're going to take a little. And look, let me just say this. I understand everybody's super excited about their kids graduating high school. This is going to be an unpopular thing that I say. But in my household, graduating high school was expected. Right. So when I graduated high school, my dad took me to a dinner. He gave me a watch and that was it. Yeah, same. And then he <laughs> said, now get ready for college. If you graduate college, we will have an amazing party. But for some reason, somewhere along the lines, high school became the, the bar. Like everyone's throwing these parties for high school graduations. Well, congratulations. The other ones I don't agree with, kindergarten. Middle school. These are not. These are these are milestones, Danny. These are milestones. Yeah, celebrate them by yourselves. Like enjoy your milestone. 
It's not party worthy. This yeah. isn't a huge goal. This is something legally you're obligated to do. You have to do this by law or you'll get in trouble and you're a bad parent. It's not a sell. I mean, I, I know and I get people get mad when I say this, but it's the truth. It's not that big of a deal. Congratulations, you graduated high school. I had a, Yay. I had a baby my junior year of high school and still graduated on time. Wow, no good for you. Like, everybody should be graduating high yeah. school. So then when you graduate college, then it's a big deal. High school's like, you have to do it. But I guess maybe you live in an area where not everybody made it out of high school. I don't know. I know it's going to piss people off, so I'm going to shut up. I'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it, it must be true. Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. Celebrities call for change from the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. Kevin Hart, Ludacris, Tiffany Haddish, and Tyrese Gibson are just a few of the stars who were in attendance at George Floyd's memorial service in Minneapolis yesterday. While there, Hart told me his presence was about standing with the family and letting people know they are not alone. He went on to say, there's a positive in every negative, and there's going to be an amazing positive coming out of this. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, actor Mark Wahlberg is 49, saxophonist Kenny G is 64, and which Curb Your Enthusiasm star also stars on ABC's The Goldbergs? That would be Jeff Garland, who today turns 58. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Awesome, Kevin. We'll be back in a couple. It's the Danny and Kate Morning Show. Good morning to you. So I'm going to read you something. This is a new segment we're going to start doing called, uh, what was it? Why would you post that? <laughs> It's a fun thing where we go on uh, Facebook and we read to you some some things that people post. And then what I do is I get if you get a moment, I uh, post it up on the Danny and Kate Morning Show and I let you guys respond to that. So that way we don't feel alone in these actions. So I discovered this one on Sunday. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Our latest segment of why would you post that? So someone put so excited to announce I'm pregnant. Me and Rick are going to celebrate by getting drunk together one last time. Come join us at our house tonight for food and vodka. If you get here late, I might not remember you came. Ha ha ha. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. So I put that up. So far, these are the comments. Uh, I can't believe someone put that face. Someone put, is this real? There's no way someone in, is this ignorant. Oh, wait, it's 2020. Nothing surprises me anymore. Someone else put tacky, they put blank and tacky. Um, someone put, well, after this one last time party, she may get to do it more often and might just miscarry. That's the truth about that. Uh, feel for the unborn child and hope it isn't true. I would react ungracefully. I uh, can't believe she said that face. This is sad, gross. Uh, just when you think you've seen it all. Heck no, I'm nine months pregnant. And when you see crap like this, you're like, why would you do this to a child? Uh, I'd show up and knock drinks out of her hands. <laughs> someone put, can you say fetal alcohol syndrome? Uh, someone said it's harmful to the baby. Another woman wrote, I mean, it's not smart, but it's her choice. 
I know that lots of women drink early in the pregnancy before they find out they're pregnant and their baby turns out fine. I've heard a glass of wine every now and then is okay. Well, there is science behind that because, you know, a lot of women will go right after they find out they're pregnant, you know, they'll go to their doctor and they'll go, well, you know, I was drunk the day before I found out. And your baby's fine because your baby for the first, I want to say it's somewhere around eight or 10 weeks. It's been a while since I've been pregnant. So I'm like not up to speed on all this, but um, the baby actually lives off of the like uh, its own like supply in there before it grows a placenta. Oh, uh, okay. So baby's not actually connected to mom's nutrients and blood supplies for the beginning part of the pregnancy. And then a placenta will grow and that's when it's vital. So, but once you find out you're pregnant, so. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I'm saying like for those women who do like, you know, they've been drinking in their early pregnancy before they found out they were pregnant, it's totally fine because the baby wasn't affected by it. Gotcha. Would you be as mad if somebody knew maybe they were like 17 to 20 weeks along and they're still going out? I mean, is it, I guess that's the bigger question. Is it any of anyone's business to say anything to that person? The reason I ask you that, because remember a week ago, I saw that dad driving with that baby on his lap, but he was in, he was in a drive through and you said I should have called the police. And I said, that was none of my business. This scenario, is this is this my business? I think it's harder with these scenarios in particular because there are some women who do drink like, you know, wine in their last trimester, like like half a glass. I'm talking yeah. not like real drinking. And, you know, a lot of times like you don't want to see someone drinking who maybe has a belly and assume that they're pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to go, oh, she looks six months pregnant. She's drinking. She may just be chubby. Yeah. And you're assuming. Yeah. And if you go up and say something. So if you do know she was pregnant. I think, yeah, if it was like a family member or a friend, I would say something. But I wouldn't make that call on a stranger because mm. I they may not actually be pregnant. Maybe they just gotcha. had a baby. So you're saying if you see someone who looks like they're pregnant, they may not be pregnant. Well, yeah, because I mean, a lot of women after they have babies. Yeah. Still look pregnant for a little while. Yeah. That's a tough one. Well, a lot of the ladies on there keyed off and said they'd be mad. So if you knew, but if you knew, you agree with them. If you knew for sure they were pregnant. If I pregnant, knew for sure, yeah, I would say something. You would say something. Well, yeah, needless to say, uh, that lady's responses on our Facebook page were similar along the lines that we got when we put it up. A couple of them were her own family members saying, I can't believe you're doing this. This is disgusting. Hmm. So, you know, that's the type of love only a family member can give you. When they tell you it's disgusting. The reality. The reality love. They don't so. sugarcoat it. Yeah. So anyway, we posted that up. Okay, so you can go giant, chime in if you want. I said chime in. I'm I'm just putting words together that don't make sense anymore. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, you can chime in if you want. Go to Danny and Kate in the morning. We'd love to hear from you. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So... What seems like a crazy next step for all the things that are going on in the world has now happened in Minneapolis. Of course, the heart of all of our writing and our problems that has come from Minneapolis and happened when George Floyd was brutally murdered by those four police officers who are now going to be tried for this. But since then, it's keyed off a whole bunch of riots and protests there's two separate ones there's protesting and there's riots but the city of minneapolis the city council has now voted as of today to defund and dismantle the city's police department 
They said they want to rebuild a, quote, new model of public safety that will not involve the police department. What does that even mean, though? I don't know what that means. That seems crazy. I'm going to play the audio that they have here. So. I just stood with a total of nine members of the Minneapolis City Council, and we committed to dismantling policing as we know it in the city of Minneapolis and to rebuild with our community a new model of public safety that actually keeps our community safe. Right now, our police department is not making our community feel safe. We did a big analysis of 911. Why are people in Minneapolis calling for help and what do they need? They need health services, EMT, and fire. So we've already started to shift those responses away from an armed police officer to these other community resources. And that's what I think about when I imagine where we're going forward in Minneapolis. Yep. So instead of having police in Minneapolis, which, by the way, if you were to uh, drive around Minneapolis right now, it's burned to the ground. That's with police officers. Yeah, so what do you do when you're getting robbed? You or call the fire department. Trying to, yeah, what are they going to do? Excuse me, fire department. I'm getting robbed right now. Oh, well, Can then you bring your water hose and just spray it into the store and get them. Just give us a call after they've shot you and we'll be the first ones on the scene with the EMT to take you away. Thanks so much for calling the city of Minneapolis. They're going to need Batman or something because if you don't have a police force, now I, get me, I understand that you're mad at the police department. So, so, so re you revamp them. Exactly. You, you do like, you know what she said? Great. Do that, but also keep your police department. I, it's crazy to assume this will be like the wild, wild west. If you, if there's no police, who's what you just do whatever you want to do. Give it a month. They'll be asking for them. I think give it a weekend. <laughs> But, and that crazy part is nine people on their city council thought that was a good idea. Do you think this is just to pacify the protest? Because they're still out there protesting. So do you think they're just going to do has this to, be. to try to get them to go home? And then the state lawmakers are going to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, who's you gonna... can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. And they'll kibosh it. And then Minneapolis will be like, hey, that wasn't us. That yeah, was and state. if you think you're going to lean Minnesota. on the sheriff's department, that's, there's not... They have different things that they do. Well, like but does, they, does that also mean trying attempting to defund the sheriff's department too? Or what about the highway patrolman? Because every state's got highway patrol, right? So, like, how I, I far does this go? I don't know. It's crazy. It's a crazy notion to get rid of the police department. I can understand revamping the police department, giving them new giving rules, new rules, new training, oversight committee. Yeah, that makes sense. But to get rid of a complete department because of one. Or four or ten percent or whatever the percentage is that you feel is bad to get rid of the whole thing as a whole. That seems a little crazy to me. Cause I'm sure you can find plenty of accounts of where they've saved people. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I mean we're going out on a limb here. But probably, right? <laughs> I just feel like that's this, this too is a little far. This is a little crazy. And would you want to live in a city where there's no police department? No, no. No, not in the slightest. Well, what do you guys do here? Well, we handle it ourselves. Oh. That's not how the law works, even if you don't have a police department. <laughs> yeah. There's still laws in our I country. I don't want you to handle it So who's yourself. going to enforce it when laws are broken? Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird... So, you know, Minneapolis uh, grasping for uh, for straws on this one. Weird stuff. So anyway, I guess keep an eye out for Minneapolis to see how that one turns out. Um, on a positive note, during a protest last week in Houston, a police officer comforted a little girl who was afraid he might shoot her. 
He was telling her that the police are there to protect her. He saw her crying, came over to her, and that's what she told him why she was afraid. Here's that moment. We're here to protect you, okay? We're not here to hurt you at all, okay? You can protest, you can fire, you can do whatever you want. Just don't break nothing. <laughs> he said, you can do whatever you want. Just don't break nothing. So... Oh, man, this whole thing's getting crazy. You know, what we're going to do is when we return, we're going to tell you all about the crazy. We got so much crazy. It's all coming up next. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, it's Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So let's get into the crazy. And there's some crazy out there. San Francisco recently overhauled the Golden Gate Bridge to make it more aerodynamic so it holds up against higher winds better. But now it makes a high-pitched humming noise. And people aren't thrilled about it. And apparently you can hear it from three miles away. And it's kind of an annoying thing. Used to be quiet. Now it's not. I would like to play you the new whistling Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, that would be annoying. Up to three miles away all day long. Wait, why does it whistle now? They made it more aerodynamic. So apparently with how they did it, it's now somewhere on it. It's hitting and making a whistling noise. So what, they can't figure it out. Wouldn't that be less aerodynamic if it's hitting something enough to make a sound? You would assume, right? But there's got to be something on it that's turning it to a certain angle to make that noise. Almost like when you blow on top of a bottle. Right. You have to hit it at that right angle and all of a sudden it goes, you know, makes that noise. Yeah. So something's hitting at that right angle and now they have to go back in and figure it out. Otherwise, it's going to be a nightmare for anybody who lives within three miles of that bridge. Right now, I'd already be crazy. Like, dude, this is nuts. There's this noise. If you lived within three miles, I feel like the traffic may possibly be louder than the hum. Well, if they were able to record it during the day? It sounded like they were standing out on one of the lookout areas because you couldn't really hear cars. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe the cars didn't. Uh, speaking of crazy, a mom in California posted a video on TikTok after a random woman scolded her for letting her kid drive around in her uh, driveway. She said she doesn't have a driver's license and she needs to get one. The part of the story that makes people go, huh, is her kid was in a power wheel. Yeah, you know, one of those battery-operated cars. I saw this. So here you go. It's so funny. <laughs> They're playing. That's what the park is for. I never saw a car in here it's a, It's a power wheel car, It doesn't car, bother man. me. What bothers me is you have a little kid in here that doesn't have a driver's license. He's just a little kid. <laughs> You're not with him. It's not a real car. <laughs> is this what happens to Karens when they become old? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I've never seen a car in the park before. What is that, a Hummer? Is that an H2, an H3? That's a BMW? No, it's a big wheel. My question is, has she ever seen a car that small on the actual uh -uh. road? <clears throat> nope. Uh-uh. What is your, is your child uh, a clown? Uh, how many children are in there? I don't know why the car is so little. Why aren't you sitting in there? Because I'm a full-grown adult, ma'am. It ma won't move with me You notice it. my body is much larger than the car itself. Well, who's got money to buy a BMW like that? Is that a Barbie Express Series 4? That's crazy. What is that, Paw Patrol on the front? Poor old lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, there you go. That's the crazy stuff. The crazy stuff that we found across the world. But that's not the craziest. Still one more crazy story. It was a busy weekend. Ready for this? 
An expert on implicit bias named Derek Swanderlin has spent several years helping train cops in San Jose, California. And about a week ago, he saw several cops firing rubber bullets at people. So he stepped in between them with his hands up and ended up taking rubber bullets to the groin. Now the doctors say he may not be able to have kids ever again. I really just couldn't watch it anymore. Um, and just kind of made like a parallel walk over, put my hands up, and just stood in the line of the fire mm -hmm. and asked them to please not do this. I paused for a moment, like maybe this isn't, maybe this doesn't hurt. And um, following afterwards, it was like the most painful experience. Yeah, you can, um, those rubber bullets are not like little rubber. They're like thick rubber bullets they're and it hurts. big. Yeah. It's like getting hit with a hockey puck almost, but a little bit smaller. They can take your eyes out and take away your ability to have kids, can knock you out in They've some cases. They've killed people before. Yeah, some people have they, died. If they hit you in your eye, they can go into your brain. Yeah. So there's that. Anywho, that's the craziness. I told you we had a lot of crazy over the weekend. We had to get it out of the way. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. It's time for our favorite segment called Misconnections. It's where we go over uh, what people posted up on Craigslist. Yes, Craigslist is still a thing. Still on the internet. And there still is a segment called Misconnections. It's where people see someone that they like, apparently, and they want to send them a message over the world. Like, maybe they'll see this. Is that, If I put it out in the universe, maybe it'll happen. Um, so here you go. Today's first misconnection. I'm 32 and bored. If you'd like to be bored with me, hit me up at oldermom at gmail.com. <laughs> that is hot. <laughs> Man, well, you described how bored you are. And older. Older. Hey, that's it. Misconnections. Uh, I'm your girl. Hit me. If you want to spend time with me, hit me up fast. I could be the girl of your dreams. Message me. I love being hit. Yeah, if you have to say that you're awesome and put it on Craigslist, I feel like your online dating isn't going so well, so maybe yeah. you're not the greatest thing. Hey, looking for that hottie that was at the uh, restaurant on Friday about 3 p.m. Sitting first table to your left, you were with an older bald guy. When you left, we were both checking out each other when you were leaving the door. Where are you? I miss you so much. Hey, wait a minute. This is the restaurant we were at on Friday. What the hell? We don't go in restaurants. We're in quarantine. I was the older, bald guy. I hate it when people do that to us. Look, we're married, sir. Were you checking him out? We didn't go anywhere. I see you checking him out. There's no him. We didn't go anywhere. <sighs> Misconnections. Me, I'm a 33 light-skinned Latino. Full black beard and tattoos. Is this Ernesto? He's... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> It's a friend of ours looking for a big booty curvy female to start as friends, but then we'll go from there. Maybe it is Ernesto. It could be Ernesto. <laughs> <laughs> All races are welcome. I'm a, I'm in a lonely marriage and crave that attention from a beautiful curvy female. I hope you understand. Ew. Oh, he's in a marriage, but you know, he's looking for attention from a beautiful curvy female. That's nice. He's saying the big ones. Get me the big ones out there. Of course, we're reading Misconnections. Misconnections uh, right here. Uh, let's do this one. This one's a good one. Uh, looking for a dominant bear for a long term connection. 
Do you know what a bear is? Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, this is the description of a bear looking to meet a larger, fattier, hairier man with the intentions to claim his own younger person. Looking for something long-term and involved. I just want a big old man. The larger, the fatter, the hairier, the better. <laughs> hey, it's a bear. Am I a bear? I don't know. I think I'm a bear. <laughs> I'm large, I'm fat, I'm hairy. I'm a bear. Did you write this for me? I did not. Oh, looking for a bear. I have one, apparently. You know what's weird is all these are like, are these these are all like buyer house when you look up. Maybe it just shows the map of where you're at. I don't know, but these all seem to be like right next to us. They probably just have the zip codes. Yeah. Okay. And finally, misconnections today. People looking for that special someone. Hi, I was at the drive-thru today at McDonald's on uh, South Lane. You walked right in front of me. Very slim, black, tight jeans. Showed that you had nice glutes. You had a glass on, or glasses on. You got into a four-door uh, car. I hope this pleases you. Hit me up. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I hope this pleases you. What? I hope me describing my day pleases you. I hope me being stalkerish yeah. and putting it on the internet for all to see pleases you. You know what's weird about this is I always... You know, this it must be weird being a a woman. Because this is how guys treat women. It's just gross. Yeah, you just figured that out? Well, I mean, I thought I was the only one. I just thought I had an issue, but it's it's gross. It's pretty gross. Yep. Anyway, there you go. Those are the uh misconnections for today. We'll take a little break and uh be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Show, good morning to you. So uh, Reddit users shared their favorite gas station snacks. And I kind of related to this because over the weekend I went to the gas station for snacks, I think like five times. Um, just kept getting different things. <laughs> that was off over the weekend, whatever. But uh, there's a candy called Cowtails. That's kind of like a caramel cream taffy, I guess. It's not chewy. It's soft. Comes in a stick form. Um, that's what one person said they go to the gas station for. Someone else said Blue Raspberry Slushy Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, cheddar cheese flavored toppings, essential road trip snacks. Uh, someone else put, I used to really love chuck wagons. For those that don't know, it's some form of gas station bologna and poppy seed buns with American cheese. That sounds horrible. Ew. I, know, I have a rule. Don't eat meat from a gas station. Yep. Also followed up by a second rule. Don't eat sushi from a gas station. Or hamburgers. <clears throat> yeah. Or ham or hot dogs. Any, any food at a yeah, gas station that is not prepackaged is not going it. in my mouth. Yeah, you have better odds with Oreos. You know, the one place that we did used to eat gas station food was when we lived in Kansas. There was that gas station that made fresh. Oh, they it did. It had like a donut yeah. shop inside it. They had donuts and fried chicken. In Kansas, the Midwest, every gas station. Has like a full restaurant. Fried chicken, yeah, <laughs> Chinese food, a Mexican restaurant. It was really weird. Donut shop. It had cards, like not just a small selection of like birthday cards, but like a full aisle of cards. It was weird what they deemed as a necessity. But you never know when you need a Mother's Day card. There was a whole section for Go it. Go to the quick step. one 516 9981 What's your favorite gas station snack? What do you got for us? I 
always pick up some Nature Valley bars. They're so good and mm. they're somewhat healthy. I mean, there are a lot of calories, but I, I, I feel like they're more sustenance than gummy bears, which are definitely a close second. Yeah, no, I agree with you. My and, kids would hate you. And I will tell you, thank you for plugging Natural Valley Bars because that's a big sponsor on most national radio shows. Those are the ones that are like <clears throat> bricks. Like yeah. you you could hit them and they don't break. <clears throat> no, and they're, it's just basically like a hard oatmeal with some sugar in the middle. I don't even think it's oatmeal. I don't know what that is. It's so hard. Yeah, it's I'll like, like eating a something super stale. It's crazy. No, nah, it makes you feel... He's right, though. When you eat it, you're like, oh, I'm not... This kind of tastes healthy. It must be good for me. I don't. I don't. Mm, mm. I don't think it is. No, it's gross. Let's go to line number two. What's your favorite gas station snack food? Hi. Um, Hi. I just wanted to call and say that my favorite um, gas station snack is gotta be Slim Jims. I love them <laughs> because they're super delicious. They like fill me up, and I can like just pick them up on the way to work, and it's like I feel like I've eaten a whole meal. Yeah, no, and I, thanks for calling, would agree if, if there is any type of meat you should get from a gas station, it would be a prepackaged Slim, Slim Jim, Jim yeah. which if you look at the expiration date, uh, it goes of bad never. never. Yeah. yeah, never will ever go bad. The world could have been bombed by a nuclear blast and you could still enjoy a Slim Jim. <laughs> hmm, what'd they make this out of? Holy water, apparently. It lasts forever. I don't know what they put in it. A lot of salt. I don't like them. <clears throat> I've had they're, them before. It's they're okay. too salty. Yeah, it's just. I'd rather know. eat like regular beef jerky than a slim. Very thing. oily too. Yeah, like greasy. Yeah, greasy. Hmm. Yeah. I don't want one now. All right. Well, we're gonna take a little break and come back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. So, if you won the lottery, would you split it fifty-fifty with your significant other? I know my answer. A hundred percent yes. I'm married to an angel and I trust her wholeheartedly with every part of my being well now that's just too much i'm trying to make it weird what do you mean it's too much i think that's that's being truthful i love you and you're my everything my schnookums he's making up because he got in trouble earlier no i'm not (laughs) my boo-boo bear this is called butt kissing no it's not (laughs) you look amazing today oh wow we're going the extra mile what are those angels? No, it's just your laugh. Every time you laugh, I hear angels. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. So it turns out not everybody's in that type of relationship. And according to this, uh, one out of six people would get a divorce immediately and keep the money. One out of six of you are so upset. You would keep the money and divorce your significant other. If you were the person in that poll who answered that question, yeah. maybe you should just get a divorce. How much money are we talking about, though? Yeah, I know. Because, like, if I want a million dollars, a million dollars isn't that much money. Yeah, that's not divorce worthy. But if you got, like, five, you're getting rid of me right away. Nah. Ten? How much for you to divorce me? I wouldn't divorce you. No, but, I mean, if someone came and they said, hey, you give me a number to divorce your husband, what would that number be? Can I remarry you at the end of this? Because, I mean, a divorce is a divorce. It's just a piece of paper. I I guess. Maybe you can. Yeah, maybe you can remarry. But here's the rule. This would be a good movie. You couldn't tell me that we could get remarried and that was part of the deal. You had to keep it a secret till the, the, the divorce was final. But then after the divorce was final, you could say, hey, this was all fake. It was all planned. Da, 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 and I had to go through all the torture. Ooh, that's a good movie plot. Now you'd get really salty. I don't know. How much money? How much money would you go through that for? You know, I would my be- answer is five thousand. What's yours? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> go. 
What's what's your answer? Five thousand dollars. Okay, is that you. is that too high? No, divorce would be final. Is that too high? <laughs> too high of an amount? Two thousand? Four hundred dollars? Two cheeseburgers and an extra large fry. I mean, if you just want to divorce me, it's really easy. You've done it two other times. <laughs> baby, baby, calm so down. Funny. This wasn't real. It was also we could make money. How much money did you make? Man, you're pushing your jokes today. When you <laughs> are, when you think a joke is really funny, imagine saying it to your second wife. Oh. And if she would punch you in the face, yeah. then don't say it to me. Well. Uh. I'm, that's why I'm with you and not her. She couldn't take a joke and it was a different relationship. See, I told you. That's why five grand is a lot of... I would have taken that five grand. I hate you. Because I love you. No, no, so how much money for me? Millions. Millions? Millions yeah. of dollars? Five grand. So like 10 Everything million? Nothing. 10 million? 30. 30? <laughs> <laughs> not five thousand dollars 30 million so for 30 million dollars me for 30 million dollars you would I divorce you. me scrooge mcduck you would forgive me You'd but would you like, forgive okay, me okay. would you forgive Not me for five thousand dollars no i wouldn't forgive you no 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 i mean okay so let's say we go through that 30 million dollars you get a divorce i can't know anything i'm devastated i'm sad i find comfort in the arms of another woman during this divorce oh then no I'll do you money. do you forgive me and bring me back or do you just say screw you peace i'm out yeah that one. sucker ladder the ladder even though you started it or you're the one that did it for the money was i wouldn't be mean i would be like remorseful and tell you like i can't tell you why uh, it's important <laughs> I wouldn't be hateful. Like you gotta, you gotta bounce off how I'm reacting. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. This well. is a dumb scenario. I feel like this scenario is why some people chose. This <laughs> <laughs> is stupid. This is an interesting this scenario. This is a good way to start a fight. We have learned a lot about each other. I encourage everybody in a relationship out there to ask their significant other, "How much money would it take for you to divorce me?" And we could keep the money after the divorce and get remarried. But the rule is, I can't tell you that I'm doing it for the money. Are you trying to start a fight in everyone's house? I just think it'll be an interesting conversation had by all. I think it'll be one that ends in door slams and bottles of wine being drunk. Well, here's what you do. Record it. Put it up on Danny and Kate in the morning. We'd oh love God. to see the reaction videos. Hashtag you caused my divorce. <laughs> well, anyway... A lot of good stats there. They said, uh, uh, the good news is at least five out of six people said that they would tell their significant other. So what? there is some love out there. Not a lot. I would, five out of six isn't a lot. No. Okay, look look at my fingers. Uh-huh. Only this person wouldn't have shared the I money. I hate that person. See all these people? They're yeah. sharing the money. But how many, think about how many of those are in the world. Lots. Oh, Danny. Lots. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a little break. We're going to drink our morning coffee. My water, in my case, is I don't drink coffee. Is this my water? <laughs> Why is the little This thing? is a question you ask the entire household probably seven times a day. Is this my water? Is this your water? Are you sure it's my water? It tastes like my water. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, anyway, we're going to be back in just a couple. <laughs> it's Danny and Kate. 
It's Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. So, hey, I, I keep up with the uh, the trends. Most people that know me know I'm a kind of a fashionista. Are you? Uh, everything I do is trend setting. I do a lot of things that have altered the fashion world. There was a time where I said, I wish I had shorts that went down to my ankles. <laughs> I, and uh, I had them and people loved it. It was the 90s. I said, I want pants that are five sizes too large for me. Everybody followed my lead. Everybody came in and they're like, yeah, this is a great idea. Well, lately I've been thinking about this new thing uh, that you can massage your back with. And I'm like, everybody gets a normal massage, but what about a meat cleaver massage? No one's ever done that before. Well, it's catching on like wildfire. I'm sorry, I, what? I speak it and the world becomes it. Apparently, the hottest new trend is a meat cleaver massage. It's where you lie down and uh, your masseuse whacks your back with uh, two dull meat cleavers over and over again. Why does this sound really dirty? <laughs> meat cleavers? <laughs> what? What are you thinking about? Sounds scary. The massage have been popular in Taiwan for a while, but lately they've been popping up all over the world. Yeah, that's not making it better. Yeah, you have a towel over you, and it's not the blade on the skin. They're dull, but still. People getting their meat cleaver massages. When I first read it, I thought it said cleavage massage, which is why I was more interested in them. Story? Yeah. And then once I saw Cleaver, I thought, oh, well, that just changed the whole theme of it. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> just made it all different. It is what it is. So you're on a staycation. Well, you're quarantined. You're staying home. Probably not leaving your state or your area yet. You may be going to the beach or to a cabin somewhere, but you sure as hell aren't taking vacations yet. We're slowly starting to get into that. So how do you make the most of your staycation? How do you do that? According to a survey from the PR Newswire, they said they have four rules for a staycation. Rule number one, separate yourself from work. Don't check into work at all. In fact, lock yourself out of that office or your equipment that has any of that stuff in it. They said knock out any household chores ahead of time so that way you don't have any to do. And three, plan something special you'll look forward to like camping out in the backyard or a do-it-yourself spa day. And then also take pictures. You should treat a staycation the same way you would treat a normal vacation, like a damn photo op and a way to make everybody else in your life jealous of how good you have it. Yeah, I know. All of this sounds really lame. Sounds great. <laughs> doesn't sound great at all. <clears throat> For a lot of people, they would call this Saturday. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, everybody. John and Mary are joining their Saturday on a Tuesday. That's fun. So whoever this is is trying to get... Um Everyone on board with like poor people weekends. Yeah, poor people weekends. Like that's what we do. We don't have no money. We can't I go anywhere. Know. So we do these things on the weekend. Love a good poor person weekend. Thanks, article, for making us all feel bad. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, uh, it's finally hit. Everything is changing. Looney Tunes is now changing something that you've had in your life forever. We'll tell you what the change is and how the new thing isn't better. <laughs> it's stupid. We'll tell you about it coming up. It's Danny and Kate. You're on with Danny and Kate in the morning. So apparently HBO Max, uh, who owns Looney Tunes now, has said that they're no longer going to be allowing guns and cartoons. 
So you would think, okay, well, that's a good idea, I guess. But then you think back to Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd carries a shotgun around and has been trying to hunt Bugs Bunny for, what, six decades? Long time. Yeah, so now he can't carry a gun anymore. So even though Elmer Fudd will have to do without his shotgun, he's still going to hunt Bugs Bunny and still go after it. Uh, the producers say there's still going to be old school cartoony violence. But this time, instead of having a gun, they replaced it with a... Okay, now this is a word that I don't know how to say. Ooh, this is fun. I know, I know, and let's just take a moment from the story that if I ask my wife how to say it, she'll make fun of me. If I say it wrong, she'll make fun of me. So I just want you to know, going ahead, I am damned if I do, <laughs> and I'm damned if I don't. So I'm just going to say just what I- Just try it. Just try it. Seath? Seath? S-C-Y-T-H-E. It's what the, um, uh, the, uh, like the Reaper has in his hand. Oh, it's- Scythe, I believe. Is it a scythe? I honestly, actually got me on this one. I have no idea. See, it's an old school weapon. But you know what it is when you look at it. So for some reason, they got rid of their guns and they gave him one of these to kill Bugs Bunny. That doesn't look any better. No, it doesn't because this would impale Bugs Bunny and yeah, that rip would, off his little yeah, head. Yeah. How is that better than a gun? Yeah, Vi oh, I don't know. Violence is violence. It doesn't really matter what form it comes in. The other one they're trying to figure out is Yosemite Sam, who has two pistols in his side. Beep, beep. Yeah, and he's always pew, 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 pew. So. But he never shot anybody. He just kind of like shot up and around. Well, he draws his gun often. Here he is drawing his gun. I'm giving you one second to draw a gun. How's that, Chunky? Say, that's a right smart picture you got there, partner. And then Bugs Bunny drew a gun, physically drew it. So, I don't know, man. Um, <coughs> what are you gonna do? That's a that's a weird. It's you know what I mean. Like, eh, did that? Did the gun violence with Elmer Fudd or Yosemite Sam alter your childhood at all? Did it make you scared for your life? Make me scared? No. Yeah, I mean, it just seems it was kind of a non-issue. It was he's a he was a hunter and he was going. It was he kept saying it was rabbit season, like yeah. that was the whole gimmick. It's rabbit season. That's how hunters kill rabbits. Yeah, I think because I, I think it all depends on the context. Because like if you think about him, for instance, again hunting a rabbit, that's a thing people do. That's not uh, has a, like a. a connection with violence right exactly versus grand theft auto where you're running around simulating shooting police officers yeah, exactly yeah yeah that's and, totally like, different so and they're both carrying guns and shooting at people and or animals but it context is what matters context here. is everything and elmer fudd and this is so stupid we're arguing this his character is a is a hunter. Yeah. And he only goes out during rabbit season to kill rabbits. The rabbit. And then he has duck season and he shoots ducks. And if you ever remember, every time they got shot, they never died. They always came back. They didn't die at all. They never died at all. But what, these cartoons aren't even on anymore. So what does it matter? Well, that's why. Because HBO Max is bringing them back. They're calling the new Looney Tunes. Oh, they're redoing the thing. Yeah. So they're changing the characters. Well, we've seen that be done. I mean, they've brought back the Looney Tunes like every decade. Well, yeah. Let's talk about this then. If we're going to go into it, can we get rid of the rapey skunk? 
The one who's from France. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who always like forces himself that onto cats. Definitely not PC. No, he like, oh, you are the beautiful kitty cat. And the cat's like pushing away and he's like, mwah, mwah, mwah. cat runs and he holds her down and forces kisses on her. Yeah. That's yeah. a little rapey skunk that you have going on there, Looney Tunes. I think we have bigger fish to fry than Yosemite Sam. Yosemite and Sam. Sam. <laughs> Elmer yeah. Fudd hunting during rabbit season. Aye, aye, aye. What about Speedy Gonzalez? Let's go down all of them. Speedy Gonzalez, the first Hispanic cartoon character ever, I think, in Looney Tunes. And what Speedy Gonzalez have? A few Hispanic, a few Spanish catchphrases. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale, poof, and then takes off running. They are very stereotypical. Yeah. And then uh, what was it? The other one is his cousin who's like always has it. He's like super lazy and like sleeps on the street. And it was his cousin. Si, senor. Or what about the poor coyote that can never get his lunch? Yeah, going after the... Uh, Come on, Pito, where you at? Yeah, that's another one. I mean, if you really want to nitpick the whole cartoon, you can. There's a lot in we there. We can pick this whole thing apart. <laughs> we will send it to you, HBO. Yeah, I have a list. Trust me, as parents, I look at all this stuff and go, what the hell is that? But after a certain point, you have to be like, well, I, I guess that's the characters of who they are. If you don't like it, don't let your kids watch it. Ta-da. Yeah. Well, there you go. Simple solutions. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we got the stupidest person of the day coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? <laughs> well, today's stupidest person of the day is a woman in London. Oh, man. This story I'm about to tell you <laughs> is it's a doozer. Is it? Oh, this is a doozer. Sounds so like um, I guess it's safe to say the relationship didn't work out. Um, I think we know why. A 41-year-old woman named Dika Ahmed in London back in April 15th broke up uh, and, uh, with her 28-year-old ex-boyfriend. She went to quarantine, but now quarantine was lifted, so she showed up to his house with a bottle of wine and invited herself inside, right? Quarantine's over. We're seeing a lot of this reconciliation type stuff. Uh But then apparently, uh, this idiot, 28-year-old Sylvester, he poured the wine into tumblers instead of wine glasses. Well, that's enough to make anybody mad, so that just set her off. So she slapped him a bunch of times, uh, hit his roommate with her belt that she took off her pants. And then before she left, she <laughs> she pooped right there on their doorstep. Yep, pulled down her trousers because her belt was already off and pooped on the doorstep. If you don't believe me, they caught the whole thing on the ring camera, which is, oh, is awesome. <laughs> She's now been arrested and found guilty of criminal damage and assault. you know what uh larry i told you your ex-girlfriend was crazy but she's now pooping on her doorstep yeah i know that's what she does he definitely dodged a bullet on her just let her finish and we will not not deal with her ever yeah hopefully she doesn't come back (laughs) well you know what we do when the puppies do that we rub their nose in it it's time for a restraining order i think (laughs) You ever been poop on someone's doorstep, Mad? Nope, nope. I haven't. And I'm jealous I haven't. I feel like I haven't lived. I know. I, I want to get that mad. I don't, 
I don't think anyone can get that <laughs> mad. There's some issues or some drugs, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's probably drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to uh, take a little break. Now I'm going to go uh, sweep off the doorstep and be back in a moment. It's Danny and Gabe.